This is Live from the Table, recorded at the world-famous Comedy Cellar, coming at you on Sirius XM 99. Would you let me finish, Noam? Coming at you on Sirius XM 99. Raw Dog, and on the Laugh Button Podcast Network, Dan Natterman coming at you with Noam Dorman, who's in a bit of a mood today, the owner of the world-famous Comedy Cellar. We have Periel Ashenbrand here. Who is Periel Ashenbrand? Well, if you're... A regular listener, you know she's our producer. If you're oh, really sure paying a, attention, you know that we put those in quotes. She sure she does. She does a pro, major producing today, boy. Yeah. Um, she be, sure did. Because <sighs> Noam has some issue as to whether what she does is truly production or simply. Um, oh, it was production. Okay. Uh, we also have. I feel with like us, I'm at a family dinner. We also have with us <laughs> a very. Special guest to the Comedy Cellar family, Mr. Mark Cohen. Hi, everybody. Mark was one of the, maybe the first MC when the Comedy Cellar opened no. back in the 80s. I don't want to. No. <laughs> but he was certainly one of the early. I was the, probably fifth. Yeah, he, he, he was. Right the best. He was early on, and now he is currently and more relevant to today's discussion, I think. He is the house MC at Comedy Cellar Vegas that, at the Rio Hotel. That is correct. And Noam said I've been the best MC that they've ever had there. <laughs> well, they do sometimes <laughs> use other MCs. Exactly. Once a week when you're on your day oh, off yes. on Tuesday. For the first bit, I didn't take any days off. Well, I, I did have I did have uh, um, dinner with Brian, uh, you know, our manager, and, uh, 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 and he said, uh, 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 we talked about off the air, actually. <gasps> Wait, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, he said that when you're not there, it's not the same. Uh, and, but, but that's kind of open-ended. <laughs> you know what I mean? it's, it's much worse. Now, what, when you came to the show, did, what did you think of the, of the crowd there? I thought I thought the crowd was great. I was annoyed that some, that the sound wasn't quite right, but they fixed oh. it. Did you, did, you, did, you, did you fix that stuff that I spoke Yes, I did. Yeah. Um, Ugh, COVID. Nice, Dan. But uh, <laughs> well, we don't have a cough button, so or a sneeze button. You keep cough <laughs> or a tissue. Uh, <laughs> no, I did it into my shirt, which is and and using my hands, a double a double protective layer. You know, it's funny that you said because I said, "What do you think of the show?" And you said, "Well, the sound was screwed up." It's so funny when you ask different people. Like I'll ask the bartender, "Hey, if I'm not there, I'll come the next day." I go, "How was the show?" And they go, "Oh, it was great." And I'll go to the comedians, "How was the show? Oh, it wasn't that good," because they're looking at different things. You know what I mean? The bartender wants to sell a lot of drinks, and the comedians want to get laughs. Oh, no, I thought the show was great. I mean, I I saw it was Nathan McIntosh destroyed. Yeah, that's what I told him. I mean, and that set was. I mean, they they were a really good crowd that night too. On yeah. top of it, but uh, and then apparently, like so, somebody got a standing ovation. John Joseph. John Joseph. Yeah, he gets a, he gets a couple of them. Either that or I get them, but they're leaving. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> no, but I. It doesn't. You know, it's so funny because you see on Facebook or Twitter and the community another standing ovation. You know, I mean, it doesn't happen though. Really, does it? Does it happen here? Standing no ovation. No, no. You know, I mean, I've never seen a standing a while, ovation. But, uh, I, I've seen standing ovations when people. Get on stage if it's somebody that, like, for example, John Stewart, who hadn't right. performed in years, and then he came here, and I think they stood up when he got on stage. Right. Or, that I have seen, but I have not seen somebody whose performance was just so unbelievable that they gave them a standing yeah, ovation. But, but John Joseph was one of the few. It, it does happen, actually, you know. Like, Marsha, I think Warfield's gotten it a few times. Really? That's great. Well, it, all right. Well, that's it. it. I'll see it you guys tomorrow. I'm just saying it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but by the way, should we? I uh, I don't know that we've mentioned this before in the podcast. Maybe we have. But I 
<laughs> I am somewhat responsible for Mark being the house That's MC. That's true. I, 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 it, would it have happened anyway? There's, I think, a fair chance that it would have. Uh, uh, he didn't think it'd be right away, I don't think. But, but I was just chatting with Mark. I, I, I was thought of Ray Romano's idea. No, I was bothering Mark on Facebook board. Said, hey, how you doing? On Facebook Messenger. He said, hey, what's up? I said, Noam's opening a club in Vegas. He said, do, you need, do, do they need a house MC? I said, let me inquire. I then said to you, Mark would be into being the house MC in, in the Rio. Why did I think it was Ray Romano? You thought I was Ray well, Romano. Well, because you're just determined not to give me credit for things large and small. Uh, no, I'd be happy to give you credit maybe, for that. Maybe you asked Ray if he thought I was a good Maybe you good then, then went to Ray and said, but it was no, it was me. Ray owes me, man. And uh, like I said, it might have happened anyway because he was the obvious choice. I mean, it's really a beautiful story. Mark was literally homeless in Los Angeles. <laughs> I had a car, to make, though. Make it dramatic. And... Uh, <laughs> He needed a job. His 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 daughter lived in Vegas. That's right. Yeah, so, it worked out good. Uh, did it work out good for you? It worked out better for us than it did for you. I think. Uh, we, 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 I don't know. I don't know if we'd still be in the we'd still be in the game without Mark. I can't say. Well, that what does that. Mark bring to the table besides? He works cheap. I work cheap. <laughs> you know what? I'll tell you one thing. I do. I do bring, and I I noticed this from, and it's nothing to do with being funnier. I bring a fresh. I do the same jokes every night, but. It seems fresh, and I'm being serious. So the, it, it's that, true. It's it's that's a big thing about comedy. I mean, well, also it's nice to have Mark there because even if you don't know anybody else or you're not friends with anybody else, at least coming from my perspective, I know I have Mark. So oftentimes, Esty will book me with people that I don't know or don't know very well. I know I have Mark. Unfortunately, Mark and I were supposed to have uh, <laughs> breakfast, and he stood me up because he said there was traffic. I've never had, an, I ha I've never I, had anybody say they couldn't hang I, out because of traffic. It's a 10-minute drive, and I, st I sat in traffic for a half an hour, and I was about to get off the exit. And I go, oh, I'm just going to go to the next exit. I'll beat this traffic. And I got to the next exit, and it, it says uh, it's closed, and it brought me back. It started bringing me back. To where I left from, and I called him up. I said, "I can't do it." Your, your, your sixteen miles on your I on your said, battery was out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has he has a hybrid that gets sixteen miles. But on a what battery. I want to know, <laughs> but it gets me back and forth to the real. But if it were Mike Babiglia, would you try for one more exit? Consider I don't know him. I probably uh, right. well, oh, shit. I forgot. To I, mean, send, I, I forgot to send his email. Today. I know him, but fuck. I think uh, he was all right. We'll talk about it. Um, Noam, uh, yeah. one question I had, as long as we're discussing Vegas, and I think it's a. An interesting discussion is why do you you seem to rely very heavily on acts from Las Vegas? Now, there's I know you are trying to save money, and I appreciate Actually, that. Actually, I, I I think that's it was never like that, and it, it was COVID. I think forced the hand. Yeah, it was COVID. Seven, yeah, and so these acts became you know stronger. And I'm not sure why we're still doing it. I didn't and, I didn't give and, any orders. And we're not that. really. I don't think when you were there, how many? When I was there, it was me and Jackie were the New York acts, and then every other act. Well, but one was of, one of them was Vegas. Two other one of them was Michael Yo was probably there. Michael and he Yo. lives in Vegas. Nikki, well, that's uh, what I mean by local acts. Yeah, but he's an L. I mean, he happened to move there, but he you know. Well, but nobody's from Vegas. They all move there. Well, Mark's saying that he tra he plays all over the country. He just yeah. happens. To be I'm not saying these aren't good acts. No, no, I'm not, I know saying, not saying they're not. I'm just saying. If the idea is to recreate on some level the New York experience, and maybe that's not I, even I the best, I, maybe that's not even no, a worthy objective. No, I, I think it just happened to be. SD, we, SD and they're has, good. We at, haven't like stopped. Uh, I never told Esty not to book the from, from New York, L.A. And I also believe that some of the comedians from New York might not want to. You know, still are leery of. Well, they've heard your jokes and over. Well, well, look, there's hey, a couple. No, of, I'm Shekhet Bavakasha. Hey. There's a couple of categories of comedians. 
Well, basically, there's there's comedians that are too, shall we say, uh, established established to work for that money. It's it's decent money, and, and some of them, but it's just not good enough. It's not enough to get Berbiglia out there. Obviously, it's not enough to get these. He, I don't even know if Ryan Hamilton will go out there for that. He was. He's been out a couple yeah. times. Has he been out recently? He just he 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 just doesn't like to say no. He's too nice. He's too nice. <laughs> but I don't know what the minimum level of comic is that's willing to go to Vegas for the money. And it's not bad money. But I'm trying to decide. Hey, what do you get? How much? <laughs> well, I'm not going to discuss money. I'm kidding. But Noam, does it, it, what do you think of the fact that, that the, the Vegas club does not mimic the New York club? And would it be worth maybe spending a little bit more from time to time? <laughs> to bring out some acts that might not otherwise go. Okay, I'm going to say it again. I think I answered it three times already, which is that during COVID, yeah. because we, though we were traveling and stuff, SD hooked in with some local acts, and we're not, she's not under orders now to, yeah. to limit. I think, I think she, she's using she Mike because he's the best act around and sometimes she puts for the week. Five acts on instead of four, so it's not a money. Yeah, like this week during Skankfest, it's like uh, every, Olkerson is out. A lot of people are out there this week. Uh, Oh, it's next month? Oh, next week. Next month, yeah. Oh, the, tonight, they did it yesterday at the but, underground. But you know what's funny about COVID, too? These acts that, that you're talking about that went up a level, a lot of them went up a level during COVID because they were, you know, they, they were busy they were online on. and doing all that stuff. So when they started COVID, they were club acts. And then by the time they were done, they were theater acts or whatever. Do you know what I mean? They were selling. Yeah, some people places. fit into that category. Noam's uh, texting something. I don't know if it's to do I'm with. Gonna check, I'm, I'm going to check the lineup. No, no, I'm not like you, Dan, who just like tunes out when he's not interested and just starts. Wait, I, I just, yeah, Dan does that. I'm just going to text. Like a power from, play. Just going to text. Well, from it's Noah. the only power I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't think it's true anymore. I, but it could be that you know some of the people that you know or whatever don't want to fly, or they're you know they you know people that are good acts here in in New York too are making a good living. Here just by staying here, I would. Well, no, nobody. I, nobody makes a good living just in New York. Really? I, no, I, I no, find. I that don't think so. Do. I mean, because I used to do it when there was no nothing. Yeah, but that was a different era. I really? Don't think, I don't think comics make a living in New York anymore, with the, with the exception of comics that do a lot of MC work, and and they're not making great money. They're making, but it's a it's, living. It's quantity of money. I mean, you're staying home. I mean, it's really right. good money for. People that aren't in comedy, too, by the way. You know what I mean? If you told, if people knew what an MC was making, they'd be going, holy shit, I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? And so it's. Well. Did, no? I don't know about that. Really? Well, I, you know, Plus, I, don't know what, you, I don't know what MCs make. I think. Oh, but how can you and say I, that? I, and also, if, if, if they're MCing every single show during the weekend at the cellar, which would be a pretty. Good money, I would imagine. Yeah, but, nobody's, do, but nobody's doing that. I don't know. I couldn't tell you that. But it looks like to me they're using the same. MCs in a good way because they're good. MCs. Keith Robinson used to do that. He used to MC like every almost John every show. John Laster, right? Is that there a lot? Yeah, he MCs a few. Anyway, so so the point you're trying to make is that it's not worth it for them to go to Las Vegas necessarily. Yeah, but some then some people want to go because they're doing 14 shows of you know 20 minutes and they get to work on their their act. Do you f- no? My, you- I just I just emailed Essie that Natterman's complaining about the. No, you, I hope you really didn't do. I that. really did. No, did you really? Yeah, I really did. No, what, what did you say? You said it on the air for the whole. Yeah, <laughs> but Essie doesn't listen to this show, <laughs> and also, <laughs> I wasn't complaining. I was just saying, asking you a question: Is it 
do you is it an objective of yours to 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 mimic the New York experience? I just, I just had Essie. She'll, she'll, she'll discuss it with you. I don't want to discuss it with me. I'm, I hope you really <laughs> yeah, didn't do that. I did. Well, what did you say? I you said, said you complained. Nadarin wants to know why we're using the same local, the same um, local acts to, so often when the, the, the local, the locals in Vegas won't come. And ironically, I had lunch today with Essie, who's I, I, the greatest. I, yeah. <laughs> no, but she told me she's told me she's sending all kinds of new. So there is a new group, you know, new comics coming. Yeah. That are working here, that are, you know, that are going to go to okay, yeah, and you know, so you're not coming back. She well, asked, she asked me to tell you. You know, I don't know that I'm. Uh, you know, I I'm not. The, the irony is rich because Dan's like Dan's not afraid of saying things on the air but he, that might harm my business, right? <laughs> why do you have the same tired acts every week in Vegas? Well, I didn't say. And I, said, I say, oh, I told us you didn't say. You didn't tell us. I said so. Didn't I? You? Didn't say they were. I didn't say they were tired acts. I say you're relying heavily on local acts. He, I didn't. He thinks that because it's New York. If get me right, and you're trying to recreate it. Well, if they're trying to recreate the, it, but maybe they're not trying to recreate COVID, it. We, we were sending out four acts a week. Yeah, um, and there might have always been one local. No, act. there were. There wasn't no, always never. one. No, not and, never. There was no. And the local acts, by the way. And the local acts are doing Marcia the job. Warfield, they're doing the, the job. Yeah, Marsha Warfield, famous. My, my, people that have been doing it for you know. No, to the extent that the local acts, I, and I hope this is what's been going on. The local acts deserve to be in the mix. That's yes, fine, right? Yeah, and not only that. Once I believe, and I could be wrong, it was once they. If they hadn't been to the New York club, but they're in our club, they're kind of forwarded on in a yeah. past and come yeah. here and work and they do yeah. well. Rocky you know? Dale Davis was doing a lot. My mom's great. Me and my mom, we have, a, we have a weird relationship, though. My mom almost died giving birth to me when I was born. But we both almost died. Because uh, at birth, uh, I was 10 pounds, 8 ounces. So, yeah. Been tearing the pussy up ever since, you know? So, hey. What, what happened with Rocky Dale Davis? No, I haven't seen him in a while. I, he was at the club a lot in uh, in Vegas. I haven't seen him. Why? What happened? <laughs> Dan complained about him to Esty. He said, "Why is Rocky Dale Davis here every week?" I was the first Jew he ever met too. Rocky Dale Davis. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's our first impression. <laughs> Are they all as nice as you, Mark? Um, <laughs> You, so, you, Noam, why do you use all the local acts? Can I ask you? <laughs> and why do you use the local acts in New York? Why don't you bring people from Vegas to New That's York? That's a good idea. <laughs> Can you write Esty? <laughs> well, they do go on when they come here. Yes. <laughs> when we get to the politics. It's so, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> no, ahead, hey, what go. do you think happened today there? Well, hold on. Something happened. To, what? Nobody knows even. Well, I, I think there's something that happened with Trump today. But, we, you know, we have a sp very special... A guest, Mark Cohen, and we and we should discuss. So, Mark, Mark, I know your question is, why do they use local ads? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny because I booked a local acts, but I tell them they make fifty dollars less than they do. So when I, I make you scam, I scam the money off the top. Mark took me to the, the pinball hall, the pin, pinball hall of fame. Yeah, in, you were in you were in Vegas the week before. What? Now why? It was did so you... awesome and a, a machine. I you said, did Mark, like it, right? Yeah, I loved. It. I said, you know, I want to go. I used to love this machine, the Black Lagoon. And we looked to the left. There's Hilarious. the Black Lagoon machine that I used yeah. to play with my friend Wig. Um, it was really sentimental to see all those old pinball machines. But as soon as he said, he goes, I used to play with Wig, and we looked to the left, and it was sitting right and there. And the, and the ghost of Wig was playing yeah. at the machine. Why, now, why did you, you go to Vegas the week before I was in Vegas rather than the week that I was there? I think, uh, and I should think you I take, answered that. <laughs> should, I, should I take it personally? <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't go the following week. 
Uh, I forget why at this point, but I, I wanted to. I couldn't. I had to go that week. And it would have been worse if you were there that week and you still didn't see him. The, the, was it this week school started? There was some reason I couldn't go. The, the, the following week was not good for me. Okay. Because it was, it was, it is a somewhat lonely experience for me in Las Vegas. I can't rely on Mark. I was sick too a couple of days that week or something, or I didn't come a couple of days that week. Well, you, you had come to New York. Oh, that's what it was. How unlonely is your regular life experience? <laughs> for some reason in New York, it, well, first of all, when I come here, it's more of, it's, it's more of an, an evening for me. Whereas uh, Vegas, it's, again, I'm, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily friends with um, Any. the other people that are being booked on the show. The days seem longer for some reason. I mean, you're right. Here, I don't do much during the day either, necessarily. But, but you're home. Some, but, but I'm home, and it's just very, very different than being in a hotel room. See, that's the other thing. is, like, If I had a chance to make whatever money then in Vegas and I could and made 500 by sleeping in my own bed... Back in the day when I was on the road, I would have rather stayed in my own bed, you know? Right. Just like, you know, you see, because you wake up, you're not doing anything, but you're in your house, you know? It, it does. It does. Some people enjoy it, too, just being in hotels. I hate it. I also feel more anxiety. Uh, I feel more at home here in terms of the shows. And so there is that extra level of anxiety I feel in Vegas because the audience is, it's a Vegas, I don't know, I feel, this is like my house, and when I'm performing here, there's almost no anxiety, which for me is rare. <laughs> but, but in Vegas, when I'm performing, I just feel like, I don't know, this could go, this could go badly. It, it typically does not. You know what it amazes me, it, and I'm probably not wording it right, but the fear kind of, of comics that haven't worked here, that want to work here. And, and so they could be killing all week, and then somebody will come in to watch them to get here, and they tighten up, they you know. Tighten it's up, like, yeah. It's kind of funny, you know. I mean, it's and and I've known you guys for so long, but when I mentioned Esty's name or somebody, come here, oh, you know, they, you could see him get frightened or whatever. Yeah, but you had one set like I don't know, it's it a long time ago already. But <laughs> when you hadn't performed in a while, remember, and you came in and we we put you on the cellar, and, and you were so fucking nervous. I'm sure. And you I, I, bombed. I got, did I really? Oh my god, you don't remember? But how's it been going remember. this week? You done? This you week, were because you were in I Vegas. Did, you're like, what am I going to do? No, true. now you're now you're you're in practice again. This is when, but but you know what? I'm not because it's a different bone that I'm smoking in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm doing. I'm used. So I do eight to ten minutes. So even I'm here, when ten minutes was up, my clock went. Oh, I'm done. Do you know what I mean? Even though I could have done thirteen minutes. Yeah, and then you got off. Yeah, Liz told me you, you, did, you got off. It gets shorter every time she tells a story. Too. <laughs> but I, I thought he was giving me the light. You know, I thought Che. Anyways, but I was ready to get off anyway. By the way, oh, and, waiting, and it was Michael Che was waiting. He, I saw him in the hall. Yeah, yeah, so I saw him under the get light. off, Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was doing well too. I was like, oh, shit, I'm gonna get off. Believe it or not, it's kind of funny because me coming here is dangerous, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Because I do a good job in Vegas, but I could come here and you know I've been here a long time, and if I bomb, you're not gonna get me. But you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's like I have a nice job. I could have left it alone and not done anything. But, but how, do people? It's to me looking back here too in, in the New York club. I bet it seems to me that you don't have bad shows here. Do you know? I'm I'm sure you do because it's comedy. Well, do you have bad shows in Vegas? I mean, this, no, no, I, I don't mean this that, week. There was one show that was kind of rowdy. They're rowdy, but, but a, a, yeah, they're different. Drunken in, in Vegas, you know. I mean, they, rowdy here, rowdy in Vegas. No, in, in Vegas, Vegas there was Vegas. one show that was really particularly rowdy. Yeah. Sa Saturday was a Friday night first, second show or something. A Saturday second show. Do you know what it is? Because I've been I, on the website you talked about. It. We have sometimes a party of twenty, 
and then a party of 18, and then a bachelor party of 10. So it's hard, you know, they're talking. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, and you just kind of have to go with it, you know, because people sometimes, it's a, can you swear on this? Yeah, it's the internet. It's like you, you see people that don't know how to deal with it, kind of. And Where's the swear? I'm, uh, hey, fuck you. <laughs> but uh, that's what they'll do. They'll just say, hey, I'm doing that. And all of a sudden, you just say, fuck you. It's like, oh, Jesus. No, I mean, let's try a, you know, a joke first or something. You know? I'm impressed that you'd planned out what you were going to say that far in advance. And there were like three sentences before the swear. Hey, can I, like, say, can can I, I say the C word? <laughs> here, here in New York, they, this is something that's probably only done. I've never heard this being done anywhere ever in any context. The New York Club will not allow groups of more than eight. Is the number eight? But that's that's why I said I read that. I mean, that's a yeah. great any group more than eight. You cannot make a reservation for more than eight. Right now, if you make a res now, say you're a group of sixteen and want to all come together, you can try to make reserv two groups of reservations for eight, and maybe you'll get away with no, it. We catch no, we catch you. We don't let you. But how do you catch them? Well, they uh, know each other. They give it away. Yeah, yeah you see them. Think, okay, but but. Or we'll, we'll, we'll make sure they're opposite. The point is, the large groups can be disruptive, and at the same time, but in Vegas, they're allowed. And sometimes the large groups are great. I mean, so you know, it's like in Vegas is hard because they've already bought tickets. It's it's impossible. It's also answer. in Vegas, you don't have the security that you have here in New York. No, right? and the, because here in New York, Noam is on top of it. It's his people that he hired. Yeah. Then he gives the instructions how to how to police the room. In Vegas, the Rio does everything, and the Rio doesn't do it to yours. It's standards. not a free-for-all either, by the way. Don't come to don't come to the Rio and, and scream shit. But they're you know, it's also they get drunker in Vegas, I think, because people Well, also here, another thing that's crazy about the South is there's a three-drink maximum. Right? Is that correct? Yes, yes, that's correct. So another another complete seller innovation that doesn't exist anywhere else on planet Earth is a three-drink maximum, which I'm assuming doesn't in, exist in, in Vegas. If the person's drunk. Vegas, I mean, like, Vegas, cut them Vegas, off. You, you, you're, they, you're right. Vegas is just a, just a, a poor imitation. It's a, diff, it's <laughs> a different drink. animal. People are passing out. People are you happy that you... Open the Vegas oh, room. No, it's a two puke minimum. <laughs> Here, you, you can only puke three times. Listen, I went out to Vegas last week, and I saw shows that I thought were almost identical to the comedy show. I, I thought it was yes. great. We ha uh, the shows are really great. And I say that to Esty. You know, I'm, I'm the MC. If it wasn't me, the show would still be great because the acts are. No, no, no. You Mark's know. a huge part of it. We don't have. We don't. Have, I mean, we don't have a big problem with people being drunk in Vegas from time to time. But it's Vegas, you know. You, you got to. Yes, I mean, unless and and I call them. We never get bad hecklers like you stink. Hey, it's always like <laughs> you know people yelling because they're enjoying it. You know what I mean? But wasn't there a guy who came in and said something about your mother? Of course. What did he say? He said, "I uh, fucked your mother. I fucked your mother." I said, "Shut up, Dad." <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I changed that too. I, I fucked your sister. <laughs> Welcome Shut to the up. Byron Allen show. <laughs> Getting back to my uh, question, <laughs> yeah. are you? Are you in retrospect glad, upset, or indifferent that you opened the Comedy Cellar? I'm happy I opened the Comedy Cellar in Vegas. I think. By the way, there's a there's a few comedy clubs in in Vegas. Our club, or your club, I should say. Our club. Our club. Not is, Dan's. Ours. Is it? It's a destination. Yeah. As opposed to the other clubs. The other clubs are good, blah, blah, blah. It's people walking by and go, I see a comedy club. I'm going to go in. The seller, they're going there. Well, is that That's true? That's why the audience but, but is that true? Because some of the other clubs do headlining shows, meaning there's one big name. But the so, big so name Brad is, Garrett will be at his club. Well, Brad's at his club, but that's not the same thing as having a headliner come in. So my, my beef with Vegas is just that since the uh, since COVID and the, 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 the Rio's been short-staffed, and uh, that's what I went out to Vegas for, to meet with the, the suits. 
and see if we can get. Um, see, the Rio is a, a really cool place, or you know, it's getting older, but they just sold it. I think it would be so cool if your club stayed there and the Rio became. Well, that, that's what I was. That's what I was about uh, to say. That uh, it's it sold to this company called Dreamscape, which is um, New York, which is related to the Hyatt. So I think the Hyatt's going to be taking over, and and I, I expect to see a big improvement in the um, service aspects of the club. Not that they're terrible or anything. It's just the by, yeah, no. By New York, by my standards, they're not good. It's not, and, not and like, I, I don't know if this is your doing, but the servers are the same now, and the security are the same, and both have security's really nice there. They both increased in quality too, because it's you know people coming in different every day. They don't know how to. It's hard to tell somebody to shut up, yeah. kind of in an audience. Or not for my wife. <laughs> well, she, my favorite is a couple of nights, like a couple of weeks ago, I came out and go, hey, everybody, how you doing in here? Boring. <laughs> and then like, I, that's the only thing I said, boring. I didn't even say anything. And it was you. That was when, that was when you were there. Uh, but you, 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 I mean, I think you thought it was going to be Vegas and I'm going to go to Vegas, right? And no, I, personally, I, I thought I would enjoy going to Vegas more. It's, that has been, but that's also traveling has been tough too. Not even before COVID, I I, yeah. I I burnt out on going to Vegas very quickly. When you did the zip line, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'm gonna have fun. I'm gonna go to Vegas, strip clubs, blah blah. blah. Strip? Club. I don't know. I'm just like the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> uh, well, you're not a gambler. <laughs> I'm giving a Noah a lap dance right now. You can't see it. <laughs> I'm not a gambler. You, you didn't gamble all any time you've been there? I have not gambled a single time. Except on the club. Yeah, except on the club, yeah. <laughs> Do you frequent strip clubs? No, I haven't been. I thought I would I thought it'd be fun, you know. Really? I would Dermot imagine you, you don't like strip clubs, do you? Um I don't like them. I, I'm not against them, but ultimately, it's. Uh, I went to a strip club with Dan one time. Oh, really? First of all, they, they come at you. They, they they come at you to get lap dances, and if you're not prepared to, and they sit on your lap. Yeah, that's and, like literally the job. No, but, but, lap dance. but before they give you a lap dance, they sit on your lap because they're like trying to like get you to get a lap dance, and then you can't like be. And then, yeah, but hold on a second. <laughs> then now I'm in an Let awkward situation because they jump on my lap. Hey, how you doing? And I'm like. Yeah, you know, I really, I'm sorry, I don't want a lap dance. They're like, well, did I ask if you wanted a lap dance? Or do you think I'm ugly? They yeah, well, they, they, I never heard that. No. But like, if you tell them like you're not really interested, they just get all like, oh, well, I didn't ask you for, you know, they, they get pissy and it's awkward. Because they wasted time with you. But I tried, that's why I try to tell oh. them, I, on the one hand, I want to be nice. On the other hand, I don't want to waste their time. So the right move is as soon as they get on my lap to say, look, I, I I'm not spending money, you know. But then then they then they cop an attitude there too. It'd be the whole thing. But is, why are you going to strip clubs if you don't want lap? Dances? I was at it with Noam. But you know what? Okay, no. so why are you at strip clubs if you don't want lap dance? I didn't say I didn't want a lap dance. <laughs> He's he wants to know why they're local I just strippers. They, I just wish, <laughs> I just I just wish they'd leave me alone. I'm I'm I don't mind having a drink, talking with friends, and 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 watching the the woman on the main stage, as they call it. But I don't like when they come at you and right. And, you you know. want to watch and not be physically. Uh, have you ever heard besides Dan? Have you ever heard of anybody but I going to a strip club and having a fight with? The- <laughs> I'm not having a fight. I, my friend once made it. I'm not having a fight. They get pissy. They do get pissy. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've never seen a pissy stripper. I, I've never seen anybody drive a stripper to the point of pissiness. You, that's because amazing. I don't. Well, because I don't waste their time. I tell them up front, "Hey, you're wasting," you know. But they don't like that. Yeah, so, so, at, so you probably get suckered into a lap dance. So How much I, is I, mean, a lap? I have so much I to know, say. Thirty dollars. Wait, do you not like lap dances? I don't. I don't. Like they don't do you much good. Well, at one oh, time oh, they can. Let one, me finish. One time, well, I didn't finish. One time, <laughs> uh, at a strip club early on in my comedy career, 
I was in Vegas, and I and the woman said to me, do you want to come to the champagne room? You won't regret it. I said, well, what goes on there? She goes, trust me. I thought it was some code word for, you know, a hand job, whatever. I got $300 later, three lame lap dances later. Thank you. And what am I going to do, complain? I, I, I have no legal... Ask for the manager. I have no legal leg to stand on. <laughs> she said she was going to... Well, she, she said you wouldn't regret it. If you well, regretted it... I suppose. I suppose you could make, make that... I suppose you could... I don't know if that's legally binding. <laughs> but you said you had so many things to say. Well, I mean, I'm looking at you, Dana. I'm just going to let it all go. I, I would just say the following. That I, went to, I went to a strip club with Dan, and he was extremely uncomfortable. And he started playing air guitar... And and the and we well, were, his music was playing. I play air guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, this is the table, and and then we, we and we the strip club. I don't you, you could jog my memory. The strip club was might have been the like we were like the only ones there. Well, I don't remember and, that. And um, no, not. and it's like everybody was coming over to us, and it was just and Dan was really oh, awkward. Oh, because there was all the girls. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was it wasn't in Vegas. It was I thought it was in New York. I wherever it was, it was really weird. And Dan was, the air guitar is what I really remember. And Stuart was looking like, what the fuck? <laughs> you sure he was well, air guitar? I, sure yeah. I mean, I was expecting you sure he a better was playing air guitar? I was expecting a better story than air guitar. Which do seemed, you not enjoy well, because it? I'm, because I don't want to insult you. Cut. Do you not enjoy it because you're not getting off or because you don't want to spend the money or because you don't actually enjoy the life? I don't want to spend, $30 a pop can add up very quickly. I thought it was, I thought it was. It's thirty dollars. I thought it was ten dollars. It's twenty dollars. No, it's, it's they raised it for. I don't know what it is. Thirty dollars, twenty dollars. What do you need five dollars for? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know that can for 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 a dance that doesn't really get you anywhere. If I if I may, you know. Well, if a few of them might get you somewhere. I mean, depending on where you're trying to get. Yeah, you, somewhere you're trying to have a you know, happy I, ending. I, it sounds like. You know, look, I, I no the lap dance. Okay, okay. Nicole's put something up on the screen there. Average price of lap standards twenty dollars. But in New York, oh, that's in New York. Okay. Probably cheaper. In yeah, there. I guess so. Group, group. Well, that is from twenty fifteen though. Oh, that's oh. a good price too. Twenty fifteen. <laughs> nice, Nicole. There you go. Oh, let's see. In the, private lessons. I wonder if it's oh group classes. Now I wonder if. If it's the quality of the place too, I mean, maybe at a nicer. Well, no, what are you say? I, I mean, I, I were you 45. holding back? Was there something else I was doing that you found uh, to be uh, worth mentioning? I'm just wondering about what's what's re like the whole picture, Dan. The saying things like that's the whole. I was I was at dinner with some friends yesterday with somebody else, and uh, these were famous people, and and somebody, and they they said to. He's I mean, not the he's issue. Not the, the issue came out of, of like what it means to be on the spectrum, and I I began to um, research. I've done this before, like what what the um, what the what the like what the checklist of a checklist is of being on the spectrum. And I would say that Dan is not actually he's not a prime candidate for being on the spectrum. Why? Do okay, people think, I mean, I, I do, do people, was that the supposition that were people saying that I was on the spectrum? Qu quite a bit. Yeah, they, they do say that, but okay. but um. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> You're really pissed about what he said about the Rio. Huh? <laughs> but the things that would put you on the spectrum are yeah. What what? Uh, well, okay. Are they broad strokes? Strokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, people that don't like lap dances are on the spectrum. So I don't think most people like lap no, dance. I mean, I, it's, uh, well, it's like a waste of true. money. Some people like you know. I mean, 
I don't. I like guess them. people get them, but so I guess they must like them. But it did. Okay, here, here, here doesn't seem like an overwhelmingly prudent use of twenty dollars okay. to me. But okay. uh, this is mild S- social awkwardness. Uh, they may not understand the back and forth nature of conversations, unintentionally too much talking too much about themselves and not interested in talking about other people. I don't know. I don't know. If that, well, I don't know. But, but that's okay. that's no. Okay, well, no, that could be a yes. You're a little socially awkward, but well, by talking about uh, myself must, as opposed to others, well, I, you'll you'll lose it. Just you'll start looking at your phone with someone else. But so, but so, but but having said that, okay, that like you say, oh shit, this is gonna be looking at. But then the next one is difficulty understanding jokes or sarcasm. Well, that's clearly not the case, right? I, Challenges making or keeping friends. You you have good job keeping friends, right? You don't have trouble keeping friends, do you? No, I do not. I don't think you do. No, I do not. But wh- I, I wasn't aware that I was being like we're, we're discussing is Dan on the spectrum. But I wasn't aware that I that, that people that, even that, considered that people that. considered that I was on the spectrum. Like you're making an argument. Well, I'm like, trying not to think you're a dick. So, <laughs> so, so well, why? I'm, why I'm, would I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for some. Well, why, why, why? What did I say that was dickish? Other than your constant insults of me, what have I said to you that was dickish? No, okay, okay. There, there are a couple, no. This is not the first time on the podcast you've said things that might put me in a bad light. Edit it oh, out. But no. Edit it out. No. We either get gold or edit you edit it, it out. You know, it's so funny because you're out. probably over. You're probably sensitive to it now because I or he wasn't that clear. I kind of understood what he was saying. Thank you, Mark. But at the same time, I could understand well, why he thought you were an asshole. What was I saying? <laughs> I thought you were saying it's like if you're recreating I said, New if, York, if a capital I. Capital why wouldn't you use? All I'm of saying them, I'm but, trying to understand. You use a lot of local people. But, but, they do a great job. But and, and it's and okay, it's more we've, cost. We've had we've had countless incidents like and this, it's and more it, cost effective. But look then, at this too. Then if on people, the other hand, people come. It from, seems to be that there's back a lot and forth of, conversation. Back and well, forth conversation. It seems if to people, be there's a lot of people that work here that don't work Vegas. Is it because they don't want to? You know. Is it because I don't want to be your friend anymore? Okay. <laughs> do you have sensitivity to bright lights? Bright humor. Strong smell. Could you put your phone down? <laughs> Avoidance of eye contact. I just so, want to. So let's don't, discuss. Don't, don't, don't well, now we're getting to into this. something that could be interesting. You feel that I said something to you that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. That, that, that was insulting and or potentially prejudicial to your business. No. And I, I, would, say I, to, I would say to you, edit it out or. It could be interesting. Yes, it could be interesting. But you, you, you said okay. There, there was one. T- no, I don't want to tell the story. Oh, you fucking Taz again? <laughs> no. Fucking thirty years ago. This, this is my favorite podcast. From one oh, there was another, fucking thirty fucking there, there, years. There's, ago. A, there's a better story. Now you. T- <laughs> Sorry, Dan. I don't want to go. I don't want to pull you into like full Paul, Paul Mercurial mode. Remember when we had that fight? Yeah. What's a better story? But just just give me you the know, broad strokes, and I'll tell you if you have permission. I was to- sitting with. I think it was Dana Perino, the the Bush's former press secretary. Dana Perino, I, and uh, I was. She was eating. Oh, I don't. And you came upstairs <laughs> from the bathroom. Yeah. And you said something to me. What did I say about what? About, oh, about the about, about the ba- about the guy, the, the, the employee in the bathroom you saw. That he didn't do something. That he, <laughs> but he said something in front of this woman. She, I she, I'm with Dana Perino. <laughs> he walks right up to me and he says, "No, I was in the bathroom. The employees need to wash their hands." <laughs> <laughs> or there's well, stop, <laughs> stop making the soup in there. Well, she was a press secretary, not a health inspector. Yeah, but I'm like, she's eating. <laughs> Call me aside. Whoa! Holy shit! <laughs> but it was the dishwasher. It wasn't anybody preparing the food? But it's still not okay. But I'm like, I was like, whatever. It's just like. Now, that that was the ultimate example. Like that was something that you would think you would keep just between us. 
Okay, I'm you taking, can understand. <laughs> you can understand. I'm that. taking it and I'm processing it. <laughs> it was an infraction. I don't think. I don't think a grave infraction. And then the, the Taz stories. Well, forget the Taz. Story. <laughs> forget the Taz story. I want to know the Taz. Forget story. the Taz story. The Taz story is let's so cut old. Out, let's I apologize. You know, there's got to be a point it's in which funny. You, you brought you, it up. Yeah, because I knew you were about to bring it up. Let's cut. I up. knew you were about to bring it up, but there's got to be a point. Where a man, uh, a man serves his time. Okay, but listen. Let's I, cut out the insults about the Rio and tell me the Taz story. All we have. Put it in. Listen, so how many times have I said like something really ridiculous happened to me that was unpleasant? But at least I have the story. The stories are a big mitigating thing for various things that happen to you in life. A good story oh. is 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 something that you that uh, give. I'll a, tell the Taz story because I feel if I tell it, I'm taking it back. I'm reclaiming it. Okay, don't mess it up. Noam was with a very attractive young girl. Want to see a picture of her? Fake news. <laughs> he was a young girl. This of, is before my wife. Uh, we are, this is like, you know. Five minutes. A young girl, much younger than he was, of, uh, of, of generous proportions. A caramel-colored goddess, if you will. And, uh, <laughs> and we were just talking, and Noam said, this is Taz. And Noam at some point said, we're dating, or... At some point, it became clear that they were dating, and I said, I don't know what got into me. Oh, boy. I said, does she now, in front of both Taz and Noam, I said. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> I said, that, does she know how old you are in front of them both? Uh, you did it wrong. You tell, that, that, that's that, the, I want to okay. see the picture. I, said, no, I, can't, I can't show well, that's that's not the, that's, fair. He's going to become a hero in the story. That's 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 what happened. She's a very pretty more, girl, by the way. I, I can only say that I don't know what got into me. I don't recognize the person that said that. What did you say? I said, does she know how old you are? Oh, uh, this, this is what it was. That's what it was. What, uh, what, that, what am I missing? Okay, that, the thing is, that she, doesn't sound In like. these pictures, she looks like a model, right? But actually, in, in when she was a regular customer in the wall at the time, and she actually... You know, I, maybe I thought it was funny. There was a big age difference. She actually, uh, she actually didn't. She actually didn't present like anything. She actually presented I, like a like a wholesome. I, I say the person. following things in my defense. Well, I, so, so he. So, I, well, but let me say the following things in my defense. Let me tell the story. I right. probably thought it was funny, and I figured she must know how old you are. So it's just a goofy. Oh, no, thing. no, 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 no. Of course I did. I know you don't lie about your age. This is what happened. But but that's what happened. What I said. What happened is what happened. Okay, I was probably thirty nine, forty at the time. I'm guessing. And um, so this happened 40 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> and she had to be. I don't know how old she was. She was questioned, I didn't know how old she was, but she was old enough to be a customer. Of the and um, she was I really that much younger than you 20 years, maybe 15. Yeah, 15. She, she could have been 15, 15 20 years. Years. anyway. So I didn't know, and I, and I didn't, and she wouldn't tell me, right? Um, <clears throat> and we didn't, it seems like anyway, but anyway, we were sitting at the table, and um, <laughs> so Dan walks over and sits down, and and this is what it was, and, and she, she was like dressed up, I've like, never seen her dress like that, so he. How did it go? He, 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 he looked at, hey, no, he looked at me. <laughs> then he looked was, at her. And then he went, and he looked at me. And he goes, does she know how old you are? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so much different than the story no, I it told. Was the double take. He was like, that was a so it, it much. Was, it was like, he was, uh, does she know? Uh, the double take. And, was that the first time? And it was really it worth was a five a, minute detour not, for, a, for, the, for that additional a, detail. Does she know how old you are? The now, way like, like it was that additional, for that additional detail, it needed. Five minutes of you going, uh, telling a Listen, story. I'm not a professional like you, but he was not a joke. It was actually, it, it, it was an ex, an ex. He wasn't ex, trying to hurt you. Well, first of all, you don't know what I was trying to do. He okay. ejaculated it, as yeah, I say. Just <laughs> said it like, He's like, does she know old? I, I assume that she did. Noam doesn't lie about his did age. Did you break up? With, was that it? it we we no. never dated. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they went on, continued to, to, to whatever they were doing you know, before. What, no, no, you took her Viagra and uh, went to bed. No, that, after, after what Dan said, the whole thing fizzled no, out. No, it didn't. <laughs> I did not. I mean, okay. I guess intentions are more important than outcome, but it did not damage the nature of a relationship. 
It didn't matter. Now, now you might yeah. say that that well, doesn't exculpate me, if what's whatever the word is. Exculpate. <laughs> uh, because I don't recognize the person that you ever do something and you don't even Nicole. Yes. You ever like you look back at your youth and you say to yourself, "I don't recognize that that girl that I once was." Well, how did I? Right? You've done that. Yeah. Of Thank course. you. Okay. Well, that's that's what I would say. And 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 no one brings this up every t- time. I, I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. No, you br- you were about to bring it up. I wasn't. I was going to. Of course bring, you were. You said bring, Dan's done some things. I wanted to bring. And up. I know that that's your favorite story. Have you guys ever thought of splitting this into two podcasts? I, <laughs> I wanted to bring up the. So anyway, you wanted to bring up the hand washing thing. But then we've had. Do you remember any of the other instances, Nicole? But Dan says stuff. Like, that's not Nicole. That's Perry on the air. No, I, I maybe Nicole does. We ask questions on the air. Like, like Dan, why would you ask that on the air? I'm trying to be provocative. It's for the good of the podcast. But I. But if you don't like it, edit it out. That is true. Though. I think I think he does try to edit it out. Listen, edit Nicole, it. you take out the part about Tess. <laughs> do you do you edit this? No, we have I, to. I, I if if, ne- if needs no, we be, I, we edit it from time to time. If needs be, yes, we do. All right. Very, we try very not to. We try but not. To. Anyway, yeah. Mark Cohen is in New York. What brings you to town, Mark Cohen? Well, I, I did a couple sets at the comedy show, but my daughter is a she likes Broadway musicals and writes musicals, so she went to a couple musicals, and we went to a, a presentation of a new Broadway show that they're looking for investors. Well, maybe no one would like to invest in a Broadway show. Would you ever invest in a Broadway show? No way, right? First of all, I don't like everybody thinks I have that kind of money. Second of oh, all, Oh, so no. you want to do two Broadway shows? I would, ne- <laughs> I would well, never. Well, not invest every in a investor show. is going to put in $5 million, $100,000. They need a, it costs a lot of money. Well, how much is the least you can invest? Can you get in for 100 dollars this much. 70, 70, no, I have no, I have no idea, but uh, it depends how many people invest, I imagine. If there's one guy giving $5 million, then they only need. You know, two people giving half a million or whatever it is, you know, or whatever. No, I'm going to swing a half, Meg. I'm not investing in a stupid Broadway show. Hey, wait, in first place, it's not a stupid Broadway show. It's called The Fiddler on the Sidewalk. <laughs> it's a lower uh, rent version. No, uh, Mark is a great father from where, from where I'm, from what I can see. I, I, it's a Jewish show. It's called Rent. <laughs> and uh, one, one thing I've noticed is comedians. Mark Cohen is the lead in Rent, did you know? That's the lead character's name. Oh, really? Yeah. Comedians. I got the greatest stories, don't I? <laughs> comedians, um, even the nutty ones, with one exception, whose name I won't mention. We'll be. Their, their children always seem to be very well adjusted and well behaved and respectful and 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 and. So and, hilarious! I think I know who you were talking about. The, who's not well? Yeah, who's not well adjusted? I. I no, I'm saying the, there's one kid, comedian kid that I don't. I know. I know I, I've had bad uh, interactions with. Provocative. That, that you won't say. Why don't you be? Of course, I won't say. <laughs> but because, uh, but I don't want to go after a child. But wait, that uh, sounded worse. <laughs> but uh, but I found comedians seem to do a pretty good job raising kids. It seems to me in in my. Uh, what, what are you showing? The, oh, I know, I know who. That's let, what, me, okay. let me see what's. Uh, Was that right? That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Mark's child is no exception. My kid is great. You know, it's funny because... I mean, she's I, woke. I, she's woke. She's very... She's the opposite of me. You know, I can't, you can't say anything. Or she doesn't smoke weed. She doesn't drink. I mean, what the hell? No. But it, it, it is funny. I think kids kind of are the opposite of what their parents do. My parents didn't, you know, party or weren't funny or anything. Your parents were not funny. 
My father was funny, kind of, but not really, no. I think, like you, I think you, you know, there is... No, he had jokes. <laughs> well, I think there's some, ki- there some kids that, that want to follow in their parents' footsteps, and there's some kids that want to rebel and, and are disgusted by what their parents are doing. I imagine you're similar to your parents, though, without me. No, no, I think I had a reaction. Like, the house was not full of laughter and levity, and it was too full of seriousness, and I, and I think I reacted. I, I, and the other, it wasn't. It wasn't a light and airy place, and I think that that was how I reacted against it in my case. But I think there are cases. There are many comedians who have kids that want to do comedy, and 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 you know that happens a lot. We'll we'll see what happens as to whether Noam's kids want to be musicians. But so far, they seem to be. Going Did that in. start at a young age for you? Did you notice that there was not a lot of lightness and laughter and levity? Like, were you always funny? I don't know if I noticed, but I always tried to... Was I always funny? My teachers would, would, would certainly tell you I was not. Okay, what would your but, classmates tell? Like, were They you, would say I was funny. I mean, they're... The, See, I we imagine were, we were, in high school we were you were quiet, you know? No, I wouldn't. Not really. I, I got a call from my kid's teacher today. Or my mom, Juanita did. My, he's saying bad words. He, he said, he's saying like, what the... What the, what the it, F? What the F? But he doesn't say the full F. He says, what the F? Like, really? And then he said, there's some women dancing together. He says, he says something about them. them are they going to be lesbians? Uh, so he is like you. Yeah. So did you have a discussion with him? Well, Juanita did. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, so I when don't he know. says that, do you want to be, is, he's not in a neg, is he just asking a question? I, he wants attention. He's uh, nine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wanted attention. I, perhaps I wasn't getting the kind of attention at home also that I, you know, so I, that's, I reacted in that way. But I get some kids who have, you know, a, a different home life might want to imitate their parents. And, and, your, and your daughter is imitating you insofar as she's going into, sh- and, and, your, well, and, and her mother, in that you're both performers, and she is a performer, or wants to be, or is. Yeah. So in that I way, she's guess, emulating yeah. you. She's yeah. She's she writes you know musicals. It's pretty amazing actually. Do you know? And what do you write? I wrote the Shekhar Bavaka Shah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, he wrote the Elvis premature ejaculation joke. People love that. Quail's an idiot. Is mine. Can we hear the Elvis? I, I mean, I don't want to put you on the waiter. <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot. But can you do the Elvis premature ejaculation joke? Well, it's a one. Oh Jesus. <laughs> Look at that all over my blue suede shoes, <laughs> Priscilla. Uh, and, and Mark is a musician too, by the way. Mark's a great musician. I have four. Do you know I have four CDs out of music? Yeah, you you, you have to edit them together to make a great. That's what I told you. Sell merch So we were we were at the. I met Mark in Vegas, and I'm like, have edibles. I'm like, <laughs> and Mark, you want an edible? He goes, how many milligrams? So I was like, I said it's ten. He goes. I won't even feel that. I said I'll have to eat. I won't five even feel them. that. I, can, I need. I need fifty. I literally need fifty in order to get high. I'm like, all right. Well, he says oh, I'll take one. Apparently, he was so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I felt it. <laughs> the other comedians had to give him a support system just to get through the show. <laughs> Sometimes I play it up. <laughs> he couldn't remember, but what. I did feel it. Well, you might not know what milligrams mean because you're not used to smoking in terms of milligrams. You're used to just smoking well, in terms of the amount of hits of a bowl. Different companies too, I think, affect you differently how they're made. You know. Is there anything to the indica-sativa dichotomy? I've read that that was just mostly mythology. No, it's, I think it's real. You know, there was a, a, a couple of weeks ago, I'd smoke, and uh, my, I would feel my body racing. I called up my dealer. I go, I go, 
because I always smoke indica. And I go, what was it? He goes, oh, it was sativa. And I was like, and it, so I switched back and it didn't, it stopped doing it. So there is something to it, obviously. And people don't like, most comedians I find don't like sativa because they get too wired, you know? Uh, and Nicole, I, are you what, are you? Are what you, was yours? Was that a sativa or an indica? Maybe it was a sativa, and that's why I felt it more too. Maybe uh, I think it was the one that people like more. Uh, uh, indica? Yeah, I think so. Is there one that's like supposedly isn't one that's supposed to be the gigglier one, and the other supposed to be a mellower? One, one is a body supposedly. Indica's a like a couch lock. They call it where you just sit in the couch and do nothing, and, and a sativa is supposed to be, you can clean the house and you know blah blah blah. Now, I bread. cannot function when I smoke. I can't get through a paragraph. I can't remember what I've said. Or I can't said. function when I don't smoke. It's so weird. But you know, the truth is, I have been smoking so long, I don't feel it. Kind of, you know what I mean? So like my father was like that. Yeah. So, so why do you smoke it if there's no effect? Because I'm a. It's an, a, it's an, it's an addiction. It's an addiction. I would imagine. It's an addiction. So, I mean, you you just feel a craving, or, or I just it's just I just do it, you know. I, I've actually tried to, I tried to, like, I, you know, I get up and go to the bathroom a little bit, and I'm like, oh, take a hit of weed while I'm up for the bathroom, you know, it's just stupid, you know, you realize. Well, after my father died, for probably a few years, I was finding stashes of weed around his house. Really? Here, there, in the closet, in his, in his vest, you know, jacket pocket, and like. We used to have to, remember, we, it was, we didn't have to smoke, like, in the kitchen, you know, during, you know. Back yeah. in the, I mean, you couldn't smoke anywhere. Now it's amazing though that when you walk down the street here, uh, just reeks of weed. It's crazy, kind of, you know. You know how many people's lives were just totally forfeited because they got caught smoking weed? Oh, and now yeah. it's nothing. And, yeah, and some of them are still in. in you know, I, I think most of them probably left out. I, well, I think the they, people that got arrested were the people selling it more. Not that that's no people any less in unjust. Also. When I first yeah, moved to Vegas twenty years ago, too, I was doing a show called The Rat Pack Is Back, and I lived in the Sahara. And I would get high all the time in my room, and nobody. But I was there two years, and finally I got a knock on the door. It was a security hotel, and I said, and "They go, are you smoking pot in here?" I go, "Yeah. What are you talking about? I've been up here for two years. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like." Is it, and they said, "Well, we're going to call the police, and uh, you have to, unless you give us the pot, and you have to flush it down the toilet." And I said, oh. "So I gave him. I said, oh, I gave it. I said, yeah. Eventually, I gave him some pot." And they said, uh, flush it down the toilet. I said, I'm not going to flush it down the toilet. If you want to flush it down the toilet, flush it down the toilet. But because back then, you would go to jail in Vegas, you know, for a seed. You know? That's crazy. Nicole, are you more of an indica or sativa a person? I don't really know. I kind of just take what I can get. But I think I prefer to be more, you know, well, well, my that, brain to be moving and active than be sucked into my couch and just eating. They have all these other things now that are in the pot, like myrcene or whatever, all these... Add, not additives, but the other thing. Besides, used to just be how much THC is in it. Now, but now it's like if it has mercine, it makes you do this, and if you have lysine or whatever it is, I think it's kind of bullshit. But I have friends who have like teenage kids who have wound up in the hospital from smoking. Well, yeah, yeah, really, like, yeah, because it's it has like all of these chemicals. Well, no, I, what it. it is is well, that may be, but what it is is if you don't, if you're not uh, experienced, you don't know how much is your limit. I had a very bad time one time thinking the cops were coming. With edibles, though, probably. No, this was a smoke. With really? I didn't know anything. I was just with some people. They were like, I'd never smoked before. I kept smoking. It felt good. I kept smoking. felt good. I figured I'll do a little more. And then, I, and then like, I, it was at a very abrupt, like, it was a very abrupt moment where it was like, I, it was almost like a short circuit. And, like, everything went black and white. 
And I'm like, no, this now it's like the roller coaster went up and now it's coming down. And it was it was very, very, very See, uh, upsetting. Uh, say there's a uh, and and I think that's calm. I didn't go to the ER, but but many people do. These edibles are so candy like. I'm mean, say you did leave it around. Say there's a 12 year old kid, the parents leave it around and they eat it. Yeah, yeah. Would they feel it? Or sometimes I don't know if they didn't know what it was. They might not even. I think feel it. I you think they would I mean? very they would much feel it. Yeah, I think they would feel it. It'd be very, could be very dangerous. I think it'd be dangerous. Them, I guess. Well, depending how much it was, it could be quite dangerous. It could either be pleasant. Yeah, I'm worried. Like, like my friend had edibles with him, and like, and I, I got, I said, listen, don't bring those in the house. I'm afraid they'll fall out of your pocket because right. they'll just eat and candy. They look, it's and they taste like candy. I'm surprised, but it's they not look illegal-ish. exactly like candy. I they mean, are they're candy. reproducing. But if you remember when we were kids. You know, or anyways, when I was a kid, they had fake cigarettes. So what's the difference, kind of? Yeah, actually, even fake I guess, cigarettes. Yeah, it didn't get you high. I guess yeah. No, fake cigarettes are fake cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the opposite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the same. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, what about sp- the dog? What about the dog? No, if, dog- if, if my kids get see a real cigarette and start chewing it, right? They're not going to. They can't get blow bubbles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about the doggy? What if the doggy gets a hold of the the edibles? <laughs> be it be- yeah, that's dangerous. Probably- no, no, it's dangerous too. It's dangerous. The dogs? Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's dangerous for the dogs. They're just trying to go to sleep. But I don't think the dogs will eat the candy so much. Well, the dogs might get paranoid. And no, think, no, no. The I do- think the dog catcher is coming. <laughs> it makes them sick. I just read something about a dog in Central Park that ate some weed and got really sick. Central Park. Well, I think we're out of uh, things to talk about. <laughs> well, you're never out of things to talk about with Mark Cohen. So I just want to say what a great club the Rio is, Noam, and how you do a wonderful job booking it. Thank you, Mark. Do you have any plans for the Vegas club? We know that hopefully it'll be renovated because there's new owners. But do you, and and I know you're going to look into uh, bringing new pe- new blood in there. <laughs> you know, not necessarily me. I look. I I I, uh, I go my once or twice a year. That's fine. But but I was just uh, wanted to discuss. You know, uh, and I and and the, and, the, and the locals are great. They do the job. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's so many great comics in New York that don't go. And I'm saying to myself, why aren't they going? Is it they, it's not enough money? It, it, you know. I apologize. Um, or, is it, you know, or whatever. Anyway. There are uh, a lot of great the, strip clubs in Vegas. Do you there. have any plans for the Vegas room other than what we've already discussed? No, you do not. Okay. <laughs> Are you keeping the MC for a little while? <laughs> That's all. I as long as he'll stay. If the club breaks even, I think the club is probably profitable. I'm not going to get into your business in terms of dollars. Um, that might be one of the things you would accuse me of stepping over the line. I don't know. But if the club just breaks even, would you keep it going? Yes. And why? Um, because I think it's good. It's good to have a national presence. It's good for the brand. Also, you don't want Mark back uh, in the in the streets. Yeah, and Mark. And Mark <laughs> yeah, it's good for Mark too. It is good for me. Well, we hope it keep, goes long long enough that Mark can re- safely and comfortably well, retire. And to be, you know, to be honest, there's a lot of pressure not by you, but the club is so great here. And I, you know, you wanted. I felt like I want. I mean, I live really, up to it. Believe it or not, too. And another thing, I'll pat myself on the back a little bit. You know, I'm sure you have MCs here that do way too much time right or different situations i'm really there for the show you know what i mean so if the audience is good i'll jump off if they're not good i'll do an extra two minutes you know and i really want the show to be good as the whole rather than walk away go oh the mc was great that's the opposite of being on the spectrum is you're selfless (laughs) well i wouldn't say i'm selfless but thank you very much mark doesn't have doesn't seem to have any ego but the fact of the matter is the audience loves them i do and and we'll probably be happy if you did more time and i'm amazed how fast 
in Vegas, I can get the audience. And I don't know if it's because they're in Vegas and they're ready to party, but like usually from the first joke, you know, they're, they're with you. You don't have to go, hey, we're going to have a great time. You know, they just do a joke. Mark has a great new, but I think it's new. Uh, I hope you don't mind if I... Um, well, it's a joke about gagging. Go ahead. I don't know what it is. But go ahead. The joke where Mark says, hey, you know, I this guy was talking about gagging. I don't know exactly how he tells it, but if, if I may, if I have your permission. Sure, go ahead. This guy's talking about, hey... You know, I get chick was gagging on my cock. He's like, you can't really gag a chick with your cock, can you? <laughs> oh, no. and, and the audience is like, yeah. And he goes, oh, oh. And, you know, like, like, like he, he can't with his. <laughs> but he, 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 he kind of let, it's the, I, the girl before ends up, she does a, a, a the, act, the act before me had do, done a impersonation of a blowjob. Oh, okay. And All that's right, so what you forgot. And then she goes, ah, she starts gagging. So I go back to her. You can't really uh. make somebody <laughs> gag, can you? Oh. And then he goes, of course, yeah. And he's like. And then you start kind of uh, kind of crying. crying. It's very affected the way he does it. I don't do it justice, but is that is that a new thing? That you're... Well, I only do it when this girl happens. Well, who, who's you know, the, is that Trace? Tra- uh, Nikki. Nikki. Oh, Nikki Carr. It's a really funny bit she does. Nikki Carr is one of the locals who we love. It's so I funny. Want to underline? <laughs> you know these locals that you say, but they're all natural. You know, national TVs. You know, they've been on. You know, all the great shows, all the great comedy shows. So it, it, there's no locals anymore. Do you know what I mean? Well, I'm using local in a purely geographical sense. I know, but they I'm They live saying, in Las Vegas. Yeah, but they work all over the country, just like the people anywhere. Okay, you know okay. I mean? uh, by, by the way, speaking of locals, our, our comedy seller alum, Harrison Greenbaum, is now living in Las Vegas, and he stopped by. In New York, the New York Club is fan. One thing that dif- differentiates the New York Club from necessarily any other club is the drop and New York clubs in general are the drop-ins. People drop in, whether it be Louis C.K., Chris Rock, Ray Romano was here the other night. <coughs> Last night, too. You know, they come in unannounced. Obviously in Vegas, because you don't have all the comics living there, there's going to be less drop-ins. But, but our we, dear friend... But, but we've had all, most of those people you said, though, have come on. Have Ray's been there a few, many, uh, many times. Uh, Amy Schumer, uh, I'm trying to think of it. But, you know, all these people that come in... When they come in, they're well, it's not Michael Che, Michael Che, Attell. Uh, okay, not as frequent, but they do. Not as frequent. But anyway, but... our dear friend Harrison Greenbaum dropped in during the week because he is performing at Mad Apple, which is a Cirque du Soleil show in Vegas. I think it's amazing too because he's doing whatever fourteen shows a week or twelve, ten shows. It's like his day off, he still comes by and does. Seven well, he probably seven. wants to work shit out for the Cirque du Soleil show. I guess, but. Because the Cirque du Soleil show, I assume he's he doesn't want to do the same set. Comedians, for our own sanity, we don't like to do the same shit every night. So speak for, he, speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume he's trying to work new shit out for the Cirque du Soleil show. But the truth is, or maybe he's using Cirque du Soleil to work shit out for the Vegas room. They're not getting a repeat business like the seller gets. Right. I mean, you go to see the the, the circus, you're not going to go. I'm going to go to the circus. Right? They're not, but for your own sanity. Yeah, no, I understand. But he could. I'm sure he could work it out on stage too. Yeah, but Cirque du Soleil is, that's a big ticket item. Yeah. I don't think you want to, the Comedy Cellar is a workout room to some extent. Not in Vegas. Not, no, but more so than Cirque du Soleil, which is a big, grand, multi-godzillion dollar show for which he is probably being paid quite a nice sum. He probably is less comfortable working new stuff out there. And as a corollary, I'm less comfortable working stuff out. I was in Brooklyn last night at this room. This guy, Dean David, you know Dean? He's a young comic. He runs an open mic out there. And I went out there, and it doesn't pay anything, and it's, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's you know, not his full room. But I'm able to work stuff out there. 
with complete ease. Whereas here, I if I I'm scared to work any new jokes out here. One new joke I might slip in, and if God forbid it doesn't work, I'm like, oh fuck. And then I go right back. But to that's my, you. I don't think that's the seller. I think it is from the comics I talk to. They I don't think, love working new shit out here. But that's self-imposed. I, no one's. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I'm well, it might be self-imposed, but, but it's real in terms of how we feel. I mean, if you you've been here a long time, if you had a bad set in your head or whatever, it wouldn't. Affect, yeah, it, it wouldn't affect you. They're not going to go. Oh, Dan had a bad set. He's not going to work here anymore. You know? Not one. No. But I still I mean, feel if, nervous because I want to do well because I feel like it's a full room and they're and it's a, it's the seller and they were expecting a lot. As far as whether I'd ever be thrown out of here, you bet your ass I would be if I had enough bad sets. There's had, no tenure here at the cellar. Is that true? <laughs> I'm not gonna. I, I'm gonna stay in Vegas. I'm never working here again. Uh, you don't have to work because you don't work no shit out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because it's funny we're talking about this. When I knew I was coming back to do a couple sets here, I said I'm gonna look at my act because I haven't looked at the stuff. I looked at the jokes I wrote. I must have 200, 300 jokes. I looked at it and go, this is a good joke. This is a good joke. I don't do them. I don't do so when I go back, I'm going to go through again and work them in. But it's like I wrote them once and they worked and then I just never do you them. By the way, I, in I, Vegas, I, you know that? Oh, I, I, may, we, we, I know we're running out of time. But speaking of that, there's a joke I did about 20 years ago where I used the N word before I. Before, I very quickly found out I, I'm not authorized to do that. But that was the joke where I say, we're sending stuff into space. Um, you know, they're sending on Voyager 1, they actually put like music in and, and like books in case alien civilizations run across it. And then imagine if they put gangster rap in there and then the aliens come to Earth and they say, greetings, N-word. Okay. You know that joke. Yeah. I've said it. How's it go? I, I just did. Okay. So I just substituted the word N-words for the words greetings, bitches, and hoes, and it worked quite well. Oh, yeah? You know, I mean, I, I, I probably not as well as it, like it's not as punchy, but... But it also avoids the... And that's a literally 20-plus-year-old joke that I just repacked. I don't know why I didn't think of that before. So Louis went and on it, the and it worked. Louis and said it. that his, his currently his favorite joke in the world is a Dan Natterman joke. Oh, yeah? What was the joke? The joke is as follows. And I did it every night in Vegas. Where Mr. Morales, my high school ninth... Do you know this joke, Nicole? My high school ninth grade sex ed teacher? No. Okay. Uh, well, he got fired. Uh, because he was our health, he was inappropriate. He came to class. He said, "Class today, I'm going to demonstrate how to put a condom on." That's why I have this banana with me because uh, I can't get hard on an empty stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and, th and then the joke. Then and then it, there's a little more to it than that. There's some tags that go with it. But, but that, 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 have you not heard that? No, you heard that from well, Louis. Because Louis said, "Louis, it. yeah, Louis yeah." Said it, yeah. <laughs> so I bumped into Louis the other night, and he said, "Dan, you know." Uh, I love that joke. I'm sorry. I, maybe I should have asked you first if I could tell it because, you know, he's, he's giving the joke away that I, I said, believe me, it's more than worth it for you to tell that joke because the amount of... <clears throat> yeah. uh, and I mean, it wasn't millions or thousands, but many, many, many new, many new followers on social media. Like, you know, not a shit ton, but new followers on social media. And, and it made me feel good to be acknowledged, uh, you know, in a public fashion. Absolutely. So, when the, when, one of the world's greatest comedians endorses you as having this favorite joke, it's like if, if, if you wrote... I, I have a joke that I don't do because it's a, a little risky. But I told one of the comedians the joke, you know, I do this joke. And apparently they came back and told everybody in New York that I do this joke. And it's, they, it's a really good joke, but I, I can't do it. But I thought it was funny that people telling my joke that I've never told on stage, really. Why is it risky? 
It's about... Uh, Your daughter wouldn't like it. My daughter would hate it. It's, uh, I said that people are putting up... Uh, in my neighborhood, they're putting up a signs they're looking for a rapist. And I said to myself, well, I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I've said it a couple of times, but it's like... You know. but, by the way, we have to go, but about your daughter. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a bad segue. <laughs> <laughs> the fact, I mean, she can't be that woke. Like she, like she must, you have a good, obviously you have a good relationship with her. So it has to. Marielle is woke, but she can also have, you can have a conversation with her and disagree with her. And have no, a but, but part of what uh, um, animates a lot of woke people is that they, they assume a, that the people who say certain things that offend them are horrible people. Right, and she knows I'm not being negative. And she knows that you're not a horrible person. Right. So in some way, it must be obvious to her, well, okay, but she's just because people say those things doesn't make them bad. She knows is, I'm not bad, no, but she doesn't, she feels bad for the people. Yeah. If I call people. them, instead of them, if I call her hers, you know, no, she's not her, she's a them. You, know. you, you, would, you would do that? I Sometimes I've called You're a monster, and we shouldn't, and we're going to have to scrap this episode. It's just a, di it's, it's different, you know, uh, we didn't. You know, if she understands that people make mistakes, or she yeah, thinks so in good I, faith. If she thinks I'm doing it, if, like, if she thought I was doing it on purpose, if I knew they were a they or a them, and I said, hey, how's she doing? She, you know. Dad. Yeah, Dad. All right, let's go. We got to go. Well, okay. that rapist joke is hilarious. Thank you. Thank you, Marco. And I thought this was a good episode. Very good. And I thought it was good, I thought, I think the people will like it. I know Nicole likes it. I'm not going to ask her because I know the answer. <laughs> Can you hear uh, people buying tickets to the Comedy Cellar Vegas as we speak? It. We have fantastic shows. Comedy Cellar at Las Vegas. Go to ComedyCellar.com. Is that the website? Yes. And you can get tickets either for the New York room or the Vegas room, seven nights a week, 365 yeah. days a year. Four drinks and bring nine people. Um, but if you're in Vegas, stop by. If you can't get in the uh, the New York cellar with eight people, you come to us. We'll pop them. Co podcast at ComedyCellar.com for all your questions, comments, and suggestions. We thank you very much. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>